aka Patters. I'm pumped. I'm pumped that this year we're hitting a, a lot of the what what we would call the horror icons or the Halloween costumes. Let's just be honest. A horror movie isn't successful until it becomes a Halloween costume. And, and we're talking Leatherface and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise uh, trilogy because this this movie technically can end a trilogy. Now, if we look, it's complicated. It's long. Let's just get into it. Let's get through that intro. But welcome to the 31 Days of Dread. This is where we profile one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. Four years running now. I'm excited. I want to talk about this movie. Let's go. Alright everyone. Before we get into something spooky. Let me sell you something. Trial by Fire. It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description. And I will see you on the printed page. Happy Saturday, happy Saturday, happy Saturday. You should be listening to this later in the day or on Saturday. <laughs> look, look, I, I set out to do 9 a.m. 9 releases during October. You know, like, I got pretty far with it. Uh, you know, this might be the fourth or fifth one that is not 9 o'clock in the uh, a.m. That's because last night I had my <laughs> Halloween party. We went long. We went hard. Uh, we all ended in the room watching Armageddon and arguing about it. But, you know, it's not a Halloween party unless you introduce some Michael Bay into the mix. Look, look Armageddon to me, it's uh, it, it kind of defines why I like this movie. I'm, I'm connecting dots here, everyone. So uh, stick with me. Stick with me. This movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, is a sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1, the 1974 movie. This movie came out in 2013. Our previous movie, Leatherface, Day 24, that was 2017. That's three years ago. This movie is a direct sequel to the 1974 uh masterpiece right like iconic movie our previous movie is the prequel to that so you can watch leatherface then watch texas chainsaw massacre and then watch texas chainsaw 3d and we have a trilogy and we have a story and we kind of have something where i would like to see a continuation of and that's not really there there, um, you know, I just want to kind of say that, uh, you know, like, was this the plane of action? Like, you know, because th th this movie made money. This movie 100% made cash. But it, it generates a prequel where it really should have generated a sequel. Because we were gender bending the franchise. And the, let me get back to my Armageddon point. If you enjoy enjoyment enjoying things um like uh if you're into a spectacle of something you love armageddon uh if you think you're like a a film critic that actually has insight and i do not okay everything i talk to you about everything uh that goes involved with my thought process is uh, for my perspective it's anecdotal which is why uh, I have this obsessive, uh, like I have these obsessive cells that uh, make me 
want to be anecdotal, but have a lot in my canon. You know, like have a lot in my mental library. So when I watch a movie, you know, I can kind of put these, uh, you know, like I can put things together. I can figure things out and I can see past criticism, expectations and, and all these other low hanging fruit ideas that make people think that they're critics, make people think that their opinions are valuable and they're really not. Um, our personal experiences and how these movies affect us are it's really the intent of this podcast. And, you know, like I'm taking all of you onto a journey. We're holding each other's hands. We're bros, we're sisters, we're rocking and rolling. And we're going through these movies one one by one. And sometimes these movies deliver and sometimes they don't. Sometimes, um, you know, like they're not unique enough for you to look past these errors. But every single movie, like every single one has lots of errors. You can look at, I mean, I was going back and forth about Armageddon versus 2001. Like, you know, and, and it's just almost like, man, like 2001, like you can't put that movie on <laughs> and have a good time. You just can't. Like, what is that movie? Uh, I'm not saying it's not what it is, but like, what is it really though? Like, oh, it's like frustrating. So this movie comes out, uh, it, it gets destroyed. It gets destroyed. No one likes this movie. This movie, okay, Alexandra Daddario, Daddario. This chick's beautiful, okay. She's in, uh, I think maybe the biggest movie she was in. I know she was in The Rock's um, Baywatch, but she was also in The Rock's Skyscraper. I think she plays his daughter in Skyscraper. This chick is beyond beautiful. Like holy crap! Like we get. We get introduced to her after we see what happens at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. We know she's a lost child of the Sawyer family, which really was completely taken out after the events of the original movie outside of Leatherface. Of course, we can't kill Leatherface. She inherits a home. Her and her friends go into a road trip. Her friend, none of her friends have traits that you like. They don't. So you're fine when they die. And she, there's this slow build. There's a slow process to her becoming aware of who she is. It's an awakening. I like that. We get a little bit more into Leatherface, which we need after seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. We need to see more Leatherface because he's been an action figure in a Halloween costume since 1974. We get that. Pretty good. We Again, we get that in Leatherface to prequel, day 24. So we get these things. And along the way, we get uh, what you would call like cable television, sci-fi channel, straight to DVD, straight to VHS type Acting, directing, and presentation. It's not 100% there. I agree. This movie has a very awkward carnival scene. Uh, that also has a shout out to um, Saul and Jigsaw. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the pig head guys and the, the red robes are in that scene. Okay, so like, you know, we get some awkwardness. Uh, we get this 
the uh, police department that likes what happened, that doesn't like what happened. We get this, um, you know, un- <laughs> we get this bias against the Sawyer family. They must be eliminated. These are all the tropes we would expect with a story like this. Yeah, the movie ends in the warehouse, not spectacularly. But at the end of the movie, the Sawyer child, you know, played by Alexandra Daddario. I can never, Daddario? We should just call her the dude, yeah. She, her and Leatherface, this is after they've uh, killed everyone they have to kill. Because she turns. This is something you see coming. Every single twist, every single turn, every single uh, little like swerve that the story takes, you see coming. This is also Texas Chainsaw 3D. It's really hard outside of one chainsaw shot. It's really hard to spot where the 3D would have been in this movie. But I will say of the horror movies that are supposed to be 3D that are like connected to major franchises like Friday the 13th 3D. This is easily the better one. I mean, this movie destroys Friday Part 3. So, they kill everyone they're supposed to kill. You know, we see her. They're in the kitchen. And Leatherface just sits down. Like, you know, like, it's it's such a human move. It's such a uh, normal interaction. And he, he's, he moves old and sounds old. And it, it's like deep. And, you know, she, she tries to wipe blood off of his face or mask. And he doesn't allow it. And then he goes back down to his uh, hole because, you know, he's kept in the hole. It's pretty good. Like, it's a pretty solid scene. Uh, a lot of the movies I've seen this month already, we're talking about 30, right? Like 30 just endless movies here. I can't think of a moment similar. I really can't. And this is why we watch movies. This is why we drop our expectations. Uh, this is why we sit down to uh, enjoy ourselves and have a little, yeah, escape a little bit. It's not a perfect movie, but I, I think this is a good part two. I really do. Uh, I can think of a lot of part twos that completely fail. Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm looking to you, right? I mean, part twos, I mean, like, outside of it, I mean, they really don't succeed. Uh, yeah, everyone's disappointed with Pirates 2, Matrix 2, Iron Man 2, Transformers 2, the list goes on and on. Uh, I like all of those number twos, by the way. <laughs> but no, this is a watchable movie. And it's fun, and it has one of the sexiest babes on earth running around looking hottie, just looking too hottie, too hottie. I don't know. I, I, I had to say something there, but everyone, this movie's available on Hulu. It's available on Amazon Prime, Texas Chainsaw 3D. You, you can rent Leatherface for a couple dollars. You, you can give yourself a really good trilogy. I would say more so than franchises like Halloween uh more so than Nightmare on Elm Street or Fr- you know Friday the 13th uh I can't say anything about Child's Play cause I have to refresh myself in Child's Play 2 and 3 but I have, I'm pretty sure you can go from Child's Play to uh Bride of Chucky 
Like, you know, like, I'm sure you can just jump right into that movie and make your own trilogy. But whatever. Look, um, I guess Briar, Chucky, and Child of Chucky. <laughs> right? I mean, like, it's kind of cool. But look, everyone, 31 Days of Dread. Tomorrow, we're doing our car theme, our car arc. Day 26, day 27. It's the car, the movie. And it's, it's Stephen King's Christine, directed by John Carpenter. Absolute masterful movie, Christine. Uh overlooked underrated uh incredible movie people want to talk about everything else when they talk about john carpenter they never talk about christine anymore god knows why and then we're going to get into uh i guess like two oddball bucket list movies one of them's called the ice cream man one of them's night of the demons and then we're going to wrap it up with the absolute high icons the platinum platinum dunes reboots friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street blind reboots both perfect everyone 31 days of dread i love you rock and roll until tomorrow until monday it's going to be cars quick announcement quick announcement so this episode is dedicated to my father r.i.p tony deluca tony iron feet we love you and we miss you every single day 